Good morning. It's again my privilege to be here today, this morning. Uh, maybe you're not used to someone who looks like me coming over here to speak and with a different accent. But uh, be there, you're going to get used to it because we are in the forces now. Uh, see, it's, it's a happy Mother's Day. Today is a beautiful day. And I can see husbands and males smiling because they know where they come from. Because all of us come from somewhere. And I know your pastor, we've been trying to figure out who's going to be next or first to invite the other person. So he did beat me up because I was still planning and then he, he set up and said, Mutima, you have to be here and speak at the church. Amen? <clears throat> In the morning, we, when we came over here, we were talking about a Mother's Day. It's everybody in the country is talking about Mother's Day. It's everywhere on the internet, on uh, every circumstances, and if you go to Google, you go to anything, they use it as for business. But us, we have more than what they have. Mostly Christian women. Christian women were very blessed. Because they gave birth to Jesus. And Jesus, the savior of the world. I just came back from Israel. <clears throat> we were there uh, in March. We go there every year. Last year I went with my wife, she's here there. Uh, can you just do this? <laughs> <clears throat> so I didn't want to leave her home, otherwise uh, uh, her children were going to say, okay, my mom. I said, guys, you are, she's your mom before she became my wife. So we have to go and share together. In Israel, we live what we preach here. You see the site where Jesus was born. You see the place where Mary was staying. You see the place where Jesus did the miracles. And you go around and you feel you are in the Bible. You live it. And I encourage you, I just told your pastor that next March I'm not going to leave him, so we have to go. If you are interested, it's going to be good. It's $3,000 tickets, uh, transportation, feeding, hotels, then you are free. But you read the Bible and you see it. Amen? Pray about it, and then we are going to see what uh, when I was there, I met people. We had people from uh, Arizona, from Michigan, from uh, um, Indiana, from different parts of the world. Then I didn't see so many people from Northeast. I said, is it because we are too cold in the snow and when we don't know what to get out and what time? But pray about it then God can give you a chance to 
to see the promised land that we always preach and sing, where Jesus, who gave us salvation, where he walked, where Abraham's tomb is, all those history and those stories we need, you leave them and you see where they are. So we just had a scripture here today about uh, a mother's mothers, not calling it the uh, woman of noble character. But as I told you people that when I was preparing this message, what I thought about a dedicated mother's blessing, a dedicated mother's blessing, Mary is the champion of the mothers. And all women are proud of Mary. Even at the last day of, the, of Jesus passing away at the cross, those who went first at the tomb were women. When we talk about Mother's Day, for us Christians, we are really talking the real mothers. Mothers of Jesus, mothers who understand, who have given birth to Jesus Christ, <clears throat> mothers who feel that Jesus came for them, <clears throat> came for the world. Yeah. Yeah, we are just like the part of the other people of the world. They talk about mothers, but we know the meaning of mothers. What happened to them? And what happened to us when we saw it coming to us? It's really a challenge when you look at good women, how they did it. There are so many beautiful women who worked very hard. It doesn't mean that all women will have children, but there are some mothers, some beautiful women, and noble women who did not get a chance to have their children. But, in general, I tell you that women are blessed people. They are full of integrity, they are full of compassion, they are full of joy when they work and they help their children. So when I, I look at Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38, we are not going to read it. I have called it chosen vessel for God's highest purposes. Women mother, the chosen vessel for God's highest purpose. So one day in Luke chapter 1 verse 41, Mary visits Elizabeth and says, blessed mothers who are blessed mothers who are also the fruits of your womb. She was trying to make sure she understand that you are blessed because you are going to have someone who is going to be the mother of the world. Someone who's going to be the mother of Jesus, who's going to give salvation to the whole world. Mother's Day. It's not just what we take at the restaurant. It's not the dinner we are going to have for mothers or our wives. It's more than that. It's because there's a big 
salvation that came from the womb of a mother, a mother who has a child. Because so many times mothers, they have a compassion because they have that compassion. They take the child in their womb for nine months. They nurture them. They lay them down. They help them. I was talking earlier in the morning when you, I look at the uh, uh, NBA, most of the African-American young men, they don't know their parents, their fathers. Everything they say when they are MVP or they're really famous or when they are chosen to be in the NBA, the first thing they say, this is because of my mother. It is dedicated because of the mother, my mom, who has helped me to achieve the goals of where I am today. Even look at even Caucasian children, young people who go there to NBA. They always praise their mothers first. Because you can understand the mother. The mother brings a child from here and taking care of the child. And sometimes when they walk, they go to the malls and somewhere else, you find a mother with a baby or a child somewhere. But so many times, men, we don't have it. Men, yes, we have compassion. But really, mothers, they have more compassion than us because of that bond of the blood that they had here and the offspring, and also bringing up of that child and coming up. You can see in the Bible, Hannah. Hannah was a woman of character. She was a mother, but she didn't have a child. But she was really, <clears throat> so many times, offended by her, her her husband's wife. When Anna, when you think about Anna, you talk about persistence of faith. A time of history when infertility and the woman both scorn and ridicule, ridicule. Hannah faced and added headache. She became the object of cruel mocking by her husband's other wife. Had you been Hannah, would you have responded? Hannah refused to lash out at her rival, but instead took her sorrow and loss to God. She prayed earnestly to her Lord, begging him for a son. She refused to believe that her difficult situation had to remain permanent. See, a mother with a child, there's a strong bond that they have together. Even us men, we came in this world because of our mothers. Hannah prayed sincerely, sincerely, specifically and sacrificially. She did not back away from her request, even when rebuked by an uncomprehending priest. And God rewarded her with the son, Samuel. The priest had his idea. 
knew that probably that's what God did. That Hannah will not have any child. But it happened. That this mother of noble character stayed the course of saying that I, I will never bow out, I will never even lash out because of what I've been told. The husband said, I will give you, I have given you anything. I want to give even double portion of your offering. But that was not satisfactory for Hannah. But she insisted. She made it real. The priest was confused. But Hannah was not. Hannah had a purpose. And Hannah's purpose was to make sure that she has a child. And then she said, when it took too long, she said, my God, if you give me a child, I'm going to dedicate that child to you. You know, Hannah provoked God. <laughs> and really wanted to make sure that God understand that her sorrow was completely enough that she could not even take it over anymore. But she insisted. Mothers, even if the child does what, you always come back and you love your child. It takes time. Sometimes we take time. But mothers always come back to the real work of their children. Let's put again that scripture back over there. Proverbs chapter 31. Let's go to uh, verse, verse 10. Proverbs 31, no doubt, gets more airtime on the Mother's Day than any other passage of Scripture. The majority of the proverb describes a virtual woman who leads her home with integrity, discipline, and giftedness. I call it, this mother is a leader, not because she tries to be one, but because of who she is. A wife of noble character, a mother of noble character, who can find she is worthy far more than rubbish. Verse 11. Her husband has full confidence in her. But the Bible says that he talks about us men. And talks about a mother. I'm sure if you men had the labor also, I don't think we would take twice to have children. Because of the pain, you know that. It will be very hard. But mothers, you are very strong. You are powerful. And you are going to see why men 
and expected everywhere we go. Behind the strong man, there's what? Huh? There's what? A powerful, strong woman. Here, it says, verse 12, she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Go again, one more time. Keep going. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She does the work, the real work. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. In Africa, that's where I come from. Maybe my wife had, was lucky not to, to carry, they carry a lot of heavy things. They farm a lot. They work hard, those women. And they still take care of the mother and they take sorry of the children, even the husband too. I like in America because when they talk about signing a check in a church, most of men, they allow their wives to do it. That's good because they know how to do it. Every time I, I spend, men sometimes we spend. I like to spend my money. When uh, I have nothing, I go to her and say, can you help me here? <laughs> here, she gets up while it is still night. That's what a woman, a mother does because she wants to take care of the child and wants to take care of the family because she wants to give the owner. A mother always wants the family to be really good, respected, and have good understanding somewhere else. She doesn't want other people to look at their family and say, keep going. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Still, when we have children, Mothers always plan, they always try to do a vision for their children when they're still very young. Us men, sometimes we start at 15, 14, 16, when they start giving us headache. That's when we start coming and say, okay, what am I going to do with this young boy? Okay, or, but mothers, as soon as the, the child is there, They start dreaming about how they're going to make them be successful. Verse 17, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. So we used to say sometimes that women are very weak. That was not true. Now you have seen in the in in army now, in the military, they are almost in every field. In the marine, they fly helicopters and everything. They go to the field, to the battlefield, and they're everywhere. But today we are talking about mothers, okay? Let's go, keep going. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. That's what I want again to hear. The lamp of the mother always stays on. Hallelujah. I love this. The Bible says in Matthew that no one will light a lamp and put it underwear, under the table. 
because that will not shine. A mother is the shining light of the family. And then when you go <clears throat> in her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Our organization, I think the pastor told people who are here in the morning, we have a small organization in, Portland, uh, in the Westbrook, Maine. That just, we were given an award uh, called Giraffe Award. Those who stay the course, sneak there until they last. We're going to get it next Friday. I work with children of immigrants and the refugees who are there. And I have some children from Syria and Iraq. And I looked at those children, and one of the ch those children, one day they were bombing in Syria, and the, and the roof collapsed on them. His father had broken legs. The child, they say, one of the eyes will have to be removed, otherwise it will be terrible. And then I saw the children playing with other children. Yes, we may think about, when we, we see them, we think about the bombs and whatever they want to have. As a Christian nation, we will never be defeated by the terrorists. You have to understand it. But as a Christian also, we have an obligation to reach out to them because we have to make sure they go to heaven. We don't wish them to go to hell. And this is one part of what we need to think and pray about it. <clears throat> Even if we are praying, we should not leave them out. So many times these days we say, oh no, they are coming to us. Okay, they are coming to us. Maybe we didn't go to Syria to preach to them. <laughs> You see what? Maybe God is sending them here so that we can tell them to be Christian. Are you with me? Are you there? The poor, this completely, if you look at this verse 20, it speaks volume about what Jesus has said. Jesus says, take care of the, the poor and the children, orphans. Most of the widows who come as immigrant and refugees. In my church, I always tell them, okay, there's a lawyer somewhere. We don't need illegal people. No one is illegal, guys. Because we are Christian. We just need to pray for them to be legal. What's illegal? Yeah, people who cross over the other side. You know, we are not. I understand, we are in the north, okay? Before they cross that, whatever the barrier they have coming over here, it would, it would take too long. I was in the south, actually on the 25th, I will be going in the south, where they have really many people coming, crossing, and just coming. We were talking. It's overwhelming. But some of us were here. We need to pray for them. Show them the line to go and meet with the lawyer and go and make it 
legal. But for me, I'm not really here for politics. But I'm here to extend what Jesus wanted to do. It's a command of Jesus to take care of the poor and the needy. And here we find it in the Bible again. Keep going. And then when you look at <clears throat> here, when it snows, she has no fear for her household. You know, I think it is in men. That's where it snows too much. Whereby uh, she goes to work every time. She works in a lab somewhere. And every time she will go, it's snowing. I think probably, I always thought about she, she cannot make it to go when it's snowing. But she does it. This is a mother here. A mother who tries to provide for her children or her family. Does not fear the snow. Does not fear the cold. Does not fear anything that comes. If you look at it, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate. Here now, the husband. <laughs> we are, the, the Bible says it. We are respected because of our wives, <clears throat> our mothers, and those who are around us because of what they do. I will tell you, her husband is respected at city gate where he takes his seat <clears throat> among the elders of the land. In Israel, they build, many times they build uh, uh, places as a group, uh, families. And I just completely discovered that this is the first time I discovered that it would be very hard to have probably a Palestinian and Jewish state because they are completely like this. Then I said, how are they going to divide it? This is really hard. And that's, they used to, to be, as a family, they just live, just, just like in Africa. You find a land for this family, you find the land with the family and extended families that they grow just that way. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with the sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. That's what I want to see again. She has more strength, but she has enough dignity. And then she can learn for the days to come. She, she speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Keep going. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and her, he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpasses them all. Go, keep going. Uh, you hear? God, charm is deceptive and beautiful is feeding. But the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. On her for all that her hands have done. And let her works bring her praises at the city gate. What else can we say? It's a beautiful day. As I told you that it's not just a time that we take them at the restaurant or for dinner or for something else. Her asset, she's a trustworthy, 
couple of things I just had. This asset she has, her achievement, her attitude, and her applause. For asset, she's a trustworthy, number one. Number two, she's a positive influence. Number three, she's a hard worker. Number four, she's a planner. <clears throat> number five, she's a protective. Look at her achievement now when she's working hard, when she comes to say that this is, she's providing. She, number one, she meets the needs of her home. She invests for her household. She keeps herself in shape. She helps her husband become successful. That's good. Her attitude. She's delightful, healthy, compassionate, unselfish, public. This is a mother. She needs applause. Applause for her family, from her husband, from God's word, from her works. If you look at verse 28, 28, 29, 30, and 31, this is a mother with the word to be given what's necessary. Today, you'll be going home. You are going to take her home to a dinner and, see, and say thank you for what you have done. There's one verse in 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 32, that talks about Abigail. David said to Abigail, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, who sent you to this day <clears throat> to meet me. Abigail protected, because of her wisdom, protected her husband in a different circumstances. Blessed is your advice. Wise women do the work for their children, their family. Today we have come here today to worship the Lord. But if you go down and think about this scripture we read today, and you look at the character of mothers, and you look at what we have seen. Husband, we are blessed to have you. And children are blessed to have their mothers. And all of us are blessed because we are going to be achieving what Jesus has given us to do. And his achievement, and what Jesus wants us to do, is to make sure we do that work with it. Take care of the poor and take care of the needy. Pray for this nation and pray for the world. As a Christian, we have obligation to do something good. It's to understand the values of ourselves around us, especially if we know Jesus Christ. God bless you.